Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today, having a good time talking about real estate, real estate for investors. And we're talking about deals all across northern Nevada because northern Nevada is where the action is happening when it comes time to buy or sell real estate anywhere across the country. You can bet people are talking about northern Nevada. Now, you might be thinking, well, Peter, you're just saying that because you're from northern Nevada and you probably feel that that's the case. But you know what? That's not true because it was just a couple of days ago I was reading the Wall Street Journal. And then the next day, the northern Nevada newspaper had the basic same story, but basically said in yesterday's Wall Street Journal, there was big news about northern Nevada. And it was about the Neon Quarter over on 4th Street. Talked about an investment of $1.3 to $8 billion. I mean, an unbelievable number. The reason I knew about this at the time I discovered it was because a client and friend of mine from Colorado happened to have picked up the newspaper just before I did. They're on, they, well, they have a one-hour lead on us, right? So that's the only reason my buddy Mike was able to pick up that newspaper before me. But the other reason he notified me of this was because the key investor in the Neon Light District in Reno on 4th Street is from Golden, Colorado. And so happens my friend is from Colorado. And so it was big news in our home state of Colorado. And now it's big news here in northern Nevada. I said to Mike, Reno has finally been discovered. We're going to be talking about all the goings on in northern Nevada, interesting real estate properties that are available for sale and have sold. Also, we'll be interviewing one of our new realtors that has not yet been on our radio show. He's going to be joining us today for the first time from Ferrari Lund Real Estate. Mitch Hyatt is going to be here. We're talking about home prices, values, tips for home buyers, and more. We'll be back after this. International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Bear, I have a cool cat on line three. Be you. I'm a cat. We don't care. We go anywhere. Jack has a great team of people, and they're vested within our community, and I think that's important. Call 829-1551. I'm calling CJ's now. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you enjoying conversation with all of my guests throughout the week, especially today, Thursdays on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Enjoy talking with people in the real estate industry, looking at real estate throughout northern Nevada. I'm going to tell you about a property that I saw earlier this week that's available in beautiful downtown Reno. Now, some people might think that downtown Reno isn't all that beautiful based upon maybe the recollections or what they hear about downtown Reno. If you haven't visited downtown Reno, it's a very, very cool place to be. 
Now, it's like, a, it's like there's always energy there, and that river, I think, is a big part of it. Regardless, I'm going to tell you about that property. Also, we're going to talk today about this big, big deal that happened in Fernley, Nevada. Yeah, Fernley, Nevada. Something about 10,000 jobs coming to the area on a new 4,300 industrial park, that, a 4,300-acre industrial park that's planned. And there was a big story in the local papers, a lot of coverage on the news. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is somewhat along the line of what I've talked about many times on this radio show as the home prices in northern Nevada, Reno and Sparks specific, specifically, are going up so fast and so high, many people are being priced out of the market. And they think if you can't buy in Reno and Sparks, you just can't buy. Well, that's maybe true at your current level and your current income and budget, but I've talked for a long time about Fernley, Nevada, because it is really in the right place for a – call it what you will. I'll call it a bedroom community, which is what it was. It was not that far. It is not that far from Reno and Sparks, and it's a great entry-level price point if you're looking to get especially your first home or if you're looking to downsize and you can't find anything – you know, in your price range that would save you any money by downsizing, by staying where you are if you happen to be at this point in life in the metro area of Reno and Sparks. So that's something we're going to be talking about today with our guest, Mitch Hyatt. And Mitch is a realtor from Ferrari Lund Real Estate. We're going to talk about oh, a number of things, but Mitch will give us an idea of what his viewpoint is on the local real estate market. And like I've always suggested to our listeners, before you pull the trigger on a big, big deal, you have to make sure you talk to enough people where you can compare and evaluate the differences in people's abilities, skills, and talents. And not every realtor is right for every home buyer or home seller. But in most cases, if you pick the first one, just on a whim especially, you're probably not going to be too happy. You want to make sure that you have a good relationship, a good interaction, and a good way of communicating with the realtor you work with. You're going to meet Mitch Hyatt from Ferrari Lund later on the show. I'm excited this week because we are fast approaching one of my most favorite event times in northern Nevada. I'm talking about hot August nights right around the corner. In fact, I see more and more classic cars cruising the streets you know, that's one of the cool things about living in northern Nevada. It's like a car show that you're surrounded with. I tell people during this time of the year, uh, you know, people from back home, I'm from Colorado and I've lived all over the southwest. I tell them that when you live in Reno, Nevada, toward the end of July and into August, you feel almost like you're in American graffiti. You see race cars down the road, very cool people because they're dressed in very cool ways. And you get to hear some nostalgic music and nostalgic feelings from earlier times, 50s, 60s, 70s. I mean, you name it, the cars are out there. There's early, early vintage classic cars. There's cars in the early 70s. Uh, they're uh, stock, modified. And I happen to be the proud owner of an entry in this year's Hot August Nights events. I, I don't know how many, maybe 20,000 cars. Who knows? I, I haven't really looked at how many cars, but there are a whole bunch. And I happen to have registered so that I can go park at some of the display venues and have good access and cruise around a little bit with some of my buddies that might have one of these sports cars, you know, that I drive. And you're probably wondering, what is that sports car? Maybe you're thinking it's a GTO. No, not a GTO. Maybe it's a Mustang because that's what my everyday car is, is a Ford Mustang. Uh, is it a classic Ford Mustang? I wish it was, but it's not. Uh, no, it is one of the more unusual cars. I like to call it America's only foreign-made car. Even though it's not foreign-made, it looks foreign-made. It, it drives like it's foreign-made, and it might as well have been foreign-made. But no, it was right, made right here in America by General Motors. They launched this car in 1960, and when they launched this car, they really had already launched one of their biggest uh, cars, one of their biggest sports cars that you can ever imagine. It's still probably one of the biggest sports cars in the world, and they had launched the Corvette. And the Corvette was launched in the mid-50s, but there was uh, apparently an interest in having a sports car available for somebody with a more economy-minded budget. They couldn't afford the Corvette, right? And maybe you wanted just a little bit more room than a two-seater. 
So General Motors developed the Corvair. That's right, I drive a Corvair. Uh, is it by choice? Somewhat. It was a gift from uh, one of my siblings, my older brothers, my oldest brother. And it was probably one of the last cars I would ever have considered buying if I was looking to buy a classic car. But what's very cool about this car, ladies and gentlemen, is that the Chevrolet Corvair is really the poor man's Corvette Stingray. And you should see people's eyes when I tell them I have a Cor. And before I finish, you know, they're already thinking Corvette. And then when I say Corvair, um, you know, you look at that. You see that look of half disappointment and half joy because Corvair people and Corvette people are a lot different kind of people. For us, it's not about speed. Uh, it's about cool and it's about unique and it's about different. And I'm encouraging you if you're out and about during hot August nights this year, 2019, and you're at one of the venues, let's say the GSR, Atlantis. We'll probably be at the Pepper Mill for a while and then cruising from there through Victorian Square in a yellow 1961 Chevy Corvair. When you see us, shout it out and tell us what you think. Uh, it's actually the motif of this car is it has been decorated somewhat like Tweety Bird. So it is the Tweety car. It kind of looks the same color as Tweety Bird. And we'll show you some of the Tweety Bird accessories that we have on this uh, classic car, the 1961 Corvair. When you visit us, Peter Padilla and Sherry Hill will be out together on uh, this year's Hot August Nights event week. And in the meantime, we are going to be driving our car around the little Tweety Bird. So hope to see you and come on and say hi if you see us. Nevada Real Estate Radio is where we talk about helping people buy homes. And sometimes buying homes is not right for you if you're, let's say, in the early stages of your uh, career and you're just getting started. You just left school. Maybe a condo is better, more in line for you. I saw a very, very cool condo recently from one of our uh, local top realtors here in northern Nevada. This condo happens to be in Arlington Towers. Great view. It's on the 17th floor. It is a studio condo. But let me tell you, it's got the cutest kitchen, the great view, great deck. If you want to find out more about this incredible studio apartment, I'm sorry, it's a studio condominium for sale. And get this, the price, $129,000. Now, there are HOA, Homeowners Association dues, etc. But after you factor all that in, the deal might be right for you. We're going to be back with our guest, Mitch Hyatt from Ferrari Lund Real Estate, and we'll be talking with him and more after this message. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert. I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery. Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction Jackson. He's the best. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. You're tuned into Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our show. My name is Peter Padilla. I'm glad you're with us today. And I want you to know that I'm walking on clean carpets every single day. Ever since my good friend Jack from CJ's Recommended Carpet Care came to our home and did like a most fantastic job. The carpets are like brand new and they have that brand new feel, you know, kind of good on your feet. Makes you feel like walking around barefoot. And I do. I just love the work at CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. They're pet stain specialists. So if you have a stain, you have a pet, you may have one or the other. You have to call Jack because Jack knows how to take care of homes that have their lovely pets that are part of the family. CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. Give them a call, 829-1551, or visit the website, cjscarpetcare.com, and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I have a guest from Ferrari Lund Real Estate. Mitch Hyatt is with us. He's a realtor. Welcome to our show, Mitch. Hey, how's it going, Peter? It's going fantastic. I want our listeners to know that you and I met at the Renaissance Hotel a few weeks back. Uh, we were there at another function. Pretty cool place, isn't it? Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, bocce ball. 
bocce ball was the uh, sport of the night. And I guess when you're at the you know, Renaissance Hotel, it is the sport because they have some incredible bocce ball courts there. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And they've got an incredible bar with mm -hmm. some fantastic drinks. And I think I had one of the best pizzas that I've had in a long time right there while I was playing bocce ball. Pretty cool operation that they have going there. I ran into other friends there at the same time, Mitch, and now I'm going to be going back there tomorrow night, meeting some new friends. Uh, you know, I, I find that my friends more and more are people that I do business with. Uh -huh. Isn't that funny how that works? We have a chance to almost be friends with anybody on any right. given day, but why not be friends with the people that you work with, right? Absolutely. That way you can really like everybody, you like mm -hmm. your work, mm -hmm. and I bet that uh, friendship is an important part of the real estate business. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I go hiking with my clients, I, I have beers with them, we eat, uh, we have lunch together all the time. Yeah, it's more than just business. And I think it's like you and I were talking before the show, there's that uh, people aspect For sure. of real estate. So let our listeners know a little bit about your background um, and your passion for the work that you do. Well, my previous career was in social work. Uh, I was a social worker for the state of Hawaii for about eight years before this. Mm -hmm. And a big, big focus of mine was getting my clients into uh, their ho own homes, mm -hmm. uh, whether it was moving out of, uh, you know, family homes into their own rentals or right. purchasing a house. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I've always liked about the real estate business and the work I've done in the past is that we're not only helping people with their home purchase, buying a home, it's really about a life-changing experience, I think, yeah. especially for people that are living with their parents or living with other people just because it's, it's, it's the way that they have to for the moment when they're finally able to live out on their own. Uh, we're giving people an opportunity to be self-reliant. Mm -hmm. And that's such a powerful thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I find uh, one, of, one of my duties, one of my roles that I kind of offer first-time homebuyers is the, the coaching that, uh, you know, in order to get ready for a home purchase or, mm -hmm. you know, owning a home ownership mm -hmm. sort of thing. Give yeah. us an idea. What are some of the things that people need to know, uh, some of the early things that they need to know if they're looking to get into home ownership? They've been renting all their lives mm -hmm. or they just left uh, mom and dad's uh, care and now they're in yeah. an apartment. They don't like their apartment. Yeah. Well, a lot of, a lot of people don't think about credit on their finances until, you know, right before they, right. they need to purchase. Mm -hmm. But uh, so it's working with them and the lenders to kind of uh, get the credit up to where it should be, either either fixing it or building it up from nothing. Mm -hmm. um, and then saving money, you mm -hmm. know, financial planning, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, we, uh, we talk to people when we coach them, talk to them here about the importance to have money for down payment and or closing costs. Mm -hmm. And you know, when, when we talk about the down payment and closing costs on a mortgage to purchase a home, and you're talking about median home prices now, we saw we're right at about 400,000. Right, a little over. And so if you think that a three, you can get a 3.5% down uh, mortgage payment on 4500 you're pretty good at math, right? That's $14,000 mm -hmm. that you need for the down payment. That would be your minimum down payment. Right. And then your closing costs typically run about the same amount. They typically run, I think, about 3%. Yeah. Six, and seven thousand. So there you go. You're you're approaching twenty thousand, and mm -hmm. people think twenty grand, man. There is no way I'm going to come up with twenty grand. But I know, and you know, but very few people that listen to our radio show, if they're listening for just the first time, uh, they don't know that there are ways around even that. Absolutely. And uh, I know you've probably done some deals that are either at zero money down or nearly no money down. Mm -hmm. And uh, it takes a certain kind of individual to put those together because there are people in our industries, the mortgage, the lending, the consulting, who don't want to take on deals unless they're the size of their minimum standards. And they right. may not be the minimum standards of a first-time home buyer. Mm -hmm. Or if they're not ready to purchase, not in the position to purchase yet, a lot of, uh, a lot of people won't even deal with them. Right. However, uh, that's not the case here. And I think Absolutely one not. thing about Northern Nevada, the, the people in Northern Nevada are really friendly mm -hmm. and are really helpful to others. You have been in Reno for quite a while now, and 
this uh, new housing takeoff that we've had really since, what was it, about 2014, is just mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm hopeful that we won't go back into any kind of a retrograde, if you will. Right, the go, recession. And yeah. go back. It doesn't look like it. Yeah. But those things always hit at the most opportune time, and most people don't know about them. Like, like the last recession. Nobody was able to plan for the recession. It just hit. Mm -hmm. um, and so I always encourage people to be a little bit conservative with your finances. Even if you can buy a home for $400,000, if you're stretching it at that point, maybe you should look at three fifty. Yeah. So you have a little money left over at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. The old house rich and cash poor. I mean, if you can just afford to pay your mortgage payment, buy the minimum groceries and gas to go to and from work, that's not that's not really living very well. No, it's not. I'd rather live in something smaller and be able to do from some fun stuff like mm -hmm. play bocce ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are the things you like to do in northern Nevada yourself when uh, you're not in the real estate world? Well, I mentioned uh, I like to hike. I like to spend a lot of time outdoors. Um, I've got an old dog. She's, she's 14 that I take out in the mountains still and I take her up to the lake. We, we spend a lot of time at Boca and Stampede. Mm -hmm. um, it's tough getting up to Tahoe, but we try to do that every once in a while as well. That's very um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then I spend a lot of time with my clients. Well, yes, that's one thing about a real estate professional, a mortgage professional. You're pretty much on duty and working, I like to say, 24-8. Absolutely. Because your clients and, and deals come up at the most uh, unexpected moments sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I remember once Fourth of July, I was out helping people get pre-approved for a mortgage because they happened to be in town on a vacation from an, and they were going to leave the next day. Mm -hmm. They saw a property, fell in love with it. A realtor calls me, Peter, I need a pre-approval. Is there any way you can do one today? I said, it's Fourth of July. Right. He explained the situation to me, and fortunately, at the time, I could do it. Right. I could do it. That's the way the world, the real estate, and even yeah. more so now. When there are so many people looking at the next deal that opens up. And if something really good pops onto the market, mm -hmm. uh, there's other people. Mm -hmm. There's other clients that are, other buyers that are waiting to pounce on it too. So yes. you, ha you can't wait if, if it's the property. I personally am looking to make an investment in a property, but only if I see that the property comes up and uh, it fits my criteria. Right. And sure enough, um, a new one has hit recently, and I'm going to go take a look at it because I know if I don't see it, and I just heard about this about an hour ago after the show, I'm going to go take a look at that property. This is for a rental? It is investment property. And so if I if I can get this investment property at the right deal and it all falls in together, um, I'm going to be feeling really good because I'm ready to go. Uh -huh. That's what you have to do. You have to be ready to go yeah. before the deals come your way, and I think most people don't understand what it takes to get ready to go. You're, in most cases, you do not have to spend, uh, save 20 grand. You don't need 20 grand in the bank before you can even think about looking for a house. That's not the way it works. No. Yep. Um, and we're going to talk about how you can get around that more with our in-studio guest, Mitch Hyatt from Ferrari Lund. And we're looking at the new numbers that we got just a few days ago from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. We're going to break those down for you and more after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Bear, party animal, line one. My owner's mad because he spilled guacamole. He's going to be madder when he finds out it was me. CJ's recommended carpet care. He does a great job. He's on time. He's quick. And he stands behind his work. Call 829-1551. I do wah-wah. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. 
the best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. There's a lot of buzz going on in northern Nevada about real estate and about honeybees, too. Yes, I'm a beekeeper, and I want all of our Nevada Real Estate Radio listeners to know that you, too, could be a beekeeper. It's not as difficult as you think. It's much more rewarding personally than you'll think. And what you do for the universe, well, it's unbelievable how much the universe appreciates good pollination. One-third of all the food we eat has to be pollinated by some critter or another, and most of the pollination is done by honeybees. Well, the honeybees are in peril, and uh, they need help surviving. If you help them survive and you take care of them, sometimes they give you something back, like a lot of honey. My first year as a beekeeper, we collected 40 pounds of honey. That's 40 16-ounce jars of honey from one beehive in our own backyard. It was an amazing thing to go through, a great family experience putting it together, and the benefits, well, incredible. I'd love to keep talking, but I could go on for hours talking about honeybees. Let me suggest this. Consider attending the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. I'm going to give you plenty of notice. It's coming up February 21st and 22nd, 2020. February 21st, 2020. You can get all of the details at the website, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Tell them Peter sent you. And guess what? I'll be there too. With me in the studio today, Mitch Hyatt. Mitch is a realtor at Ferrari Lund Real Estate. Mitch, I bet you didn't hear or expect to hear things about honeybees when you were coming to this radio show. Oh, but I'm glad I did. I'm, I'm going to check that out. Too. Yeah. Do you like honey? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Have you uh, ever had uh, bee pollen? I, no, I don't think I've had the pollen. Bee pollen is a pretty cool thing. Um, it's like little sprinkles that I put on my yogurt. Really? And uh, it's a delightful, full of protein. It's what it's bee food, right? Uh-huh. And so they, they need all that energy to buzz around and fly. You know that bee pollen's got to be good, and how, it is good. It's really how do you harvest stuff. that? There are special bee, harvest, uh, bee pollen harvesting devices that you attach to your beehive. Mm-hmm. And essentially, when the bees come back from being on the flowers and coming into the hive, they get brushed down. And a little bit of the pollen goes to the bottom, and after a certain number of hours, you pull the little tray, and there you go. You've got a supply of pollen, and then they can continue to keep their own for their own uses, right? Uh You don't want to take all of their pollen or Uh all of their honey. So you only take enough to where it can satisfy you and your needs, leave enough for the bees. Bees have to stay healthy like any livestock. A honeybee colony has, oh, anywhere from 40 to 80,000 bees. Wow. So consider those each one of those bees like a little cow. Uh-huh. And that little cow has to be checked out and taken care of, just like every other big cow in the uh-huh. world. So it's a little different process, of course, but it's very rewarding. And again, if you want to learn about the benefits of beekeeping or you just want to see a different event, uh, meet some new people, and uh, see some incredible products made from the honey bee world, attend the bee conference, Feb 21, 22, in beautiful Yarrington, Nevada, and uh, you're going to enjoy that. Oh. So that's one of the benefits I get, Mitch, from being a homeowner. I get to put a beehive in my backyard. Yeah, you can't do that uh, renting usually. Usually you a, can't. I mean, yeah. it'd be. It's. No, I'm not saying it's not impossible, uh-huh. but you'd have to get permission from your landlord. You'd have to make sure that your property is uh, the right size and dimensions for the amount of bees you want to have. And, and let's face it, uh, you've got to feed the bees, so they've got to have the right kind of plants and pollination. And you're lucky if you have a next-door neighbor that's got an orchard, uh-huh. right? So every, you, know, you have to put the things together, but home ownership allows you to do that. Uh, some of the other things that people get to do as homeowners are change the color of their house when they want to. Right. I mean, sure, there are some homes that have homeowners associations, but, you know, within reason, you can change the color of your house inside or out. You can do a lot of things when you own your own home. You can't do those same things when you rent, nor would you want to. Yeah. Why would you want to invest that money into a rental property? What do you think are some of the other benefits of home ownership versus renting, Mitch? Well, there's pride, you know, home ownership pride. Uh, you just feel good about not throwing money away into a rental, mm-hmm. um, actually having something that you can invest in. Also, uh, pets. You know, I, that's why I bought my first house was I had my dog, and she's a big dog. 
uh, and it was hard to find a rental, go from one place to another. Mm-hmm. Uh, after a year, you know, they would either raise the rent and then I'd have to look for another place and with a big dog, yeah. it was next to impossible, really. Why do you suppose it is? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm always curious by this, and more so lately. So many people have pets, mm-hmm. and it's very common to see pets anywhere. And yet when you go to rent a property, there's pet discrimination. Right. And it's allowed. Right. I mean, at what point do you think that that's not going to be the case? Well, I mean, I hope I hope that uh, that it's done away with. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because people look at their pets as part of the family. Yeah, I think I think the humans are generally more damaging to the to the rentals than the pets are. You know, they seem more like copper wire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. Home ownership has a lot of benefits. Talent challenging though to find uh, a home for a first time home buyer now, with the prices where they are. Mm-hmm. In Northern Nevada, mm-hmm. what are your take? What's your take on the new median home prices? Is where we've approached and have uh, reached four hundred thousand dollars for yeah. a median home price. And yeah. to make that clear for our listeners, that doesn't mean that all the homes are selling for four hundred thousand. It means that half of them sold for more than four hundred thousand, right. yeah. and half sold for less. And those are single family. They're single family uh, residences. Built ha- yep. houses. Yeah. Doesn't include condos. No, no condos. Um, so manufactured. manufactured doesn't include that. Uh, be, and so, th- and those are other options for less money. Then you have um, the other options of uh, of of some of the more rural communities in there. Mm-hmm. You were saying that you have done some rural deals recently. Tell us a little bit about yeah. that. Well, after this, I'm actually on my way out to take some clients out to look at uh, horse properties out in uh, Spanish Springs out there on ten plus acres. Very nice. Yeah, I was looking. Uh, we were looking with uh, other clients in Verdi which is really developing. Mm-hmm. We've been going out to Virginia City Highlands out there and Dayton a lot. And I've got one in escrow uh, out way up north on Red Rock Road out there. I love Red Rock Road. That is one of my favorite places to drive because when you start driving on Red Rock Road uh, just after you pass Stead, if you stay on Red Rock Road, you end up in California. Right, and then you come back in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the way I get and out And it goes there. right around that mountain. It's a very yeah. cool drive. Yeah. And I have friends that moved from the Mount Rose Highway area mm-hmm. to Red Rock because they wanted the quiet serenity. Yep. A lot of people moving out to Palomino Valley, Yeah. that sort of thing, mm-hmm. living off the grid. Yeah, so, so rural properties, uh, yeah, I can see why people are interested in them because there's a lot of horse people in northern Nevada but with the wild horses and with the opportunity to ride horses. You know, the cost is a factor, but when you get to some of the rural areas, there's a substantial decrease in the cost of property. Granted, right. you gotta drive a little bit, but right. um, anymore, you know, a half hour, 20 minute drive is not that big of a commute. No, it's really not. I was reading recently about big developments in the industrial world happening soon in Fernley. 4,000 acres was just purchased. It was an incredible piece of news, and it was incredible because I have been a big fan and proponent of Firmly for many, many years Mm -hmm. because of the fact that it's very affordable. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that people that are still thinking about buying a home, maybe haven't made a decision or or, uh, just don't have the money to buy in Reno, will, will, will take my advice and consider Fernley, Nevada now while you can still get in. Right, even if you don't want to live out there, pick up an investment property. You know, sometimes I think I don't want to live where I live. Yeah, I'd rather live, uh, you know, in uh, in the Taj Mahal. Mm-hmm. I'd rather live right next to Coit Tower in San Francisco. Right, but you know, I'm what, the best I can have is right here. It's what I've got, and at least I've got it. And I think sometimes people just don't. They keep waiting for the perfect deal, and it never comes. Yeah. You've got to start someplace. You've got mm-hmm. to get some momentum. I think Fernley, Nevada would be a great place. Let's look at a little bit of the numbers that have come in recently from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. As we talked about just a little bit ago, the median home price in Reno Sparks in June as of the last report, which was dated June 11, uh, July 11th, the median home price was $400,000. That's a 5% increase from the year prior and a 3% increase from the prior month. Now, we know in northern Nevada, all it takes is one big deal to close, and it can cause a wide swing on the median home price. But year-to-year is really what I look at. 5% is still a pretty good number for a year. People that paid 
X number of dollars a year ago, and if they got a 5% increase in one year uh, on real estate, that's more than the average. I think typically it's like two or three, isn't it? Somewhere in there? The, uh, the national average? Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there. So we know we're moving up at a bigger factor, mm -hmm. and um, you look at the, the prices for the same uh, condos uh, in the same market, Reno and Sparks, condominiums are running right now at $242,000 for the median home price. That's a 13% increase from last year. Mitch, I think what's happening there is that people are figuring out they can't afford to buy a stick bill, but they maybe should buy a condo while they still can, because right. those are going up fast too. Mm -hmm. And I think more and more people are looking in that direction. I lived in a condo in northern Nevada for many years, and I want our listeners to know it was quite the pleasant experience. The thing I like about the condos is that they're maintained by the homeowners association dues. I never cut one blade of grass right. in yeah. like nine years. Yeah. Never mowed a lawn. I did not ever shovel a a flake of snow. In fact, I didn't even own a snow shovel. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of times, uh, branches needed to be cleaned up or a windstorm came by and some cleanup needed to be done. I never had to do it. You guys were out there right after that. I have a few uh, empty nesters yeah. who are looking to downsize from their big house. And uh -huh. last thing they want to do in their retirement is, uh, you know, take care of a exterior maintenance and mowing lawns and yeah. chopping trees. And hey, look, when I know I have to buy a tractor and a goat, uh -huh. uh, I think I've got more than I can handle. Yeah. Condo living is outstanding. I'm going to talk about the condo yeah. world, and we're going to look at the values again in Fernley as compared to Reno, Nevada. But we have to take a break, so hang on. We'll be back after this. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert. I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery? Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction Jackson. He's the best. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Bear, Country Dog, Line 2. Hey, Bear. Dirt, too. It's all over the carpet. What do I do? The best carpet cleaning company in town. Residential, commercial, tile, grout, carpet, upholstery cleaning. Call 829-1551. I'm calling CJ's now. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. My guest is Mitch Hyatt. Mitch is a realtor with Ferrari Lund Real Estate. Hope you're enjoying being with us today, Mitch. I really am. You know, we talked earlier on the show about the importance of being prepared for the deals that come your way. And you've got to do that by getting your ducks in a row. And one of the ducks that I encourage you to talk to is Brian Guild. Absolutely. His name is actually Brian Cushing, but... I like to call him Brian Guild sometimes. Brian Cushing is with Guild Mortgage. He's a senior loan officer, and he's a licensed loan officer. His NMLS number is 303-045. One more time, 303-045. Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage. You can get all of his contact information on his website, guildmortgage.net. And if you want to call Brian, easy. Four five three zero three four five. Brian is not easy. It's easy to call Brian is what I'm saying. Brian is a very helpful loan officer because he's an extremely experienced loan officer. I've seen him in action, and I know that he will do great work for you, whether you're looking to buy your first home, a move-up buyer, or maybe buy an investment property. Second home, a lot of people do that in northern Nevada. Give the Cushing team a call. 775-453-0345. Tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio, Mitch Hyatt. He's a realtor at Ferrari Lund Real Estate. Which office do you work out of, Mitch? I'm out of the Lakeside office. Oh, yeah. the fancy office. Yeah. I like that office. Yep. Vince Rossi, my broker. Beautiful property, Vince Rossi. And yep. uh, that is not far from uh, the gymnasium I used to visit, Lakeside. 
Lake Ridge, actually. Is what oh, you're at Lake Ridge? Yeah. I used to go to that as a kid. I was there for many, many years until mm -hmm. I moved uh, to a different part of the Truckee Meadows. Uh, but I love that property there. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Lake Ridge Golf Course. Right. You yeah. do any golfing? Uh, no, I don't. I actually grew up uh, off Lakeside, mm -hmm. uh, but I never never got past the driving range. Really. I, I wish I could say I golf, yeah. but I, what I really can say is I try to golf uh -huh. every now and then. And I enjoy it, and I spend a fair amount of time on the golf course, but it's certainly nothing competitive for me. Yeah. But it is one thing that Northern Nevada offers a lot of is the opportunities to enjoy outdoor sports. I know a lot of people that can actually golf in the afternoon because they've skied in the morning right? or vice versa. Yeah. And I personally do a lot more of my golfing in the winter than I do in the summer. Hmm. I'm too busy in the summer because of our, just the type of business that we have. And I love golfing in the winter because the courses are wide open for the most part. But not, they are open. Not too many people want to. The key is the that cold. they're open, right? Because right. there's not that. There very seldom is there any snow on the ground. Uh -huh. They maintain them pretty well. And they maintain them real well for the winter. And uh, really, it's not that cold in northern Nevada as compared to my home state of Colorado. Right. So winter golf is something that I enjoy a lot of. It. That's not to not to say I won't that I will turn down an offer to golf in the summertime. So if any of our listeners want to book a tee time, let me know. Absolutely. Mitch Hyde and I are talking about the real estate numbers, the median home prices in northern Nevada. Reno Sparks had 400000 as of the last reporting period in June of 2019. And we're talking also about beautiful Fernley, Nevada, that's going through some growth changes real soon on its own. And like I said earlier on the show, if you want to find a first-time home buyer home that you can afford, may not be in your best residence area because you might don't maybe don't want to drive it a little bit. But I'm telling you, some of the best deals to be had are right there in Fernley. Compare a $400,000 median home price in Reno or Sparks to Fernley that has a median home price of $267,000. I mean, let's face it, $130,000 difference, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. And, and the homes in Fernley are uh, there. If you can find one and a great realtor to help you, Mitch, I know you can help people there. Uh, like everywhere in northern Nevada, there's challenges with supply. But if you're ready and you can pull the trigger, uh, the chances are real good you're going to get the property you want. Yeah, that, uh, that, that new land purchase, the recent one, uh, was the second largest in uh, Nevada history. The only one bigger was the uh, Reno Tahoe Industrial Complex. Mm -hmm. um, but this one out, out there in Fernley is supposed to bring, uh, they're estimating 10,000 jobs. Uh, yeah, I so believe so. Yes, and it's it's hard to hard to believe that ten thousand jobs uh, could come to that one area, right. but uh, it is possible with all the tech growth that we're having in right. northern Nevada. And I'm just thinking, where are those ten thousand jobs or those people going to live? Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I saw on the on the news report that the local officials and the development officials are going to work together to help prevent any major uh, housing shortages as a result of their coming into the area. I think we heard that when Tesla was announced coming mm -hmm. to northern Nevada, and it really didn't do much good. Uh, there are a lot of problems and a lot of challenges. Uh, so I'm curious, and we're all going to have to be patient to see how that is handled. But what it does say, like I told my friend Mike from Colorado, northern Nevada has been discovered. Right. And if you want to get a piece of northern Nevada for yourself, if you want to be a homeowner, if you want to own an investment property, if you want to own a second home, I mean, the heat is on right now. You better get your ducks in a row and start to buy because if you're thinking that you might be on the edge of your budget to buy in northern Nevada now, you probably will be well beyond your budget in a year. So now is the time to get rolling. I'm encouraging people to call and get pre-approved for a mortgage. If you have questions before you talk to your lender for whatever reason, uh, you want to get a few things resolved, you can give us a call at Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're happy to talk to you. There is no cost for our conversations with you about buying or selling homes. Uh, we do it strictly for the benefit of our listeners and our local community, but do give us a call, 775-786-5515. We're available after the show. Or you can call our in-studio guest, Mitch Hyatt. Mitch is a realtor with Ferrari Lund. I know he'd be happy to help you. Mitch, give our listeners your best contact information. Well, uh, you guys can call me anytime on my cell phone. I'm always accessible, always available. I'd never, I never put my phone away. I mean, I was told that I should 
have more of a work-life balance, but it's hard for me to not pick up. So I'm available anytime at 808-351-0704, or you can email me at uh, M-I-T-C-H, my first name, at ferrari-lund.com. Very good. Mention we'll put all of your contact information on our website, too, nevadarealestateradio.com. That way it'll be easy for people to find you. And we're also posting the podcast of this radio show on nevadarealestateradio.com. So if you missed any part of it, like to listen to it again and share it, you'll find that plus all of our previous shows there as well. So Mitch, I was talking with our friend about the uh, mortgage world and some of the things that people should think about in the mortgage world. And one of them is that mortgage rates right now are near their all-time lows. I mean, you're talking in the 3% range. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I told you I bought my first home in the 80s. The rate then was 12%, mm-hmm. and that was on first mortgages. Mm-hmm. I needed a second mortgage for my purchase at the time, and that rate was 16.5%. I was glad I was able to buy a home. I didn't even think about the fact that the interest rates were so high because, really, I, the lowest they had been previous to that that I could recall were somewhere in the neighborhood of 6 7 or 8%. And they had gone up, you know, like 4% uh, because of the economics of the early 80s. Um, had I ever experienced a range of 3% interest rates and then found out I had to pay 12 or 16 and a half, I never would have done it. Right. To people today, when they hear a rate of 3.75, sometimes I hear them say something like, gee, why is that rate so high? Mm-hmm. What do you mean so high? <laughs> well, I heard somebody got a rate for 3.625. Uh-huh. Not 3.75. Right. Whatever, right? Just an eighth of a percentage point seems like a major leap or jump to people, and it's not. Uh, so don't let interest rates uh, dictate whether you buy or sell a home. Yeah. Uh, the next thing that people uh, tend to struggle about is uh, making sure that they get the home of their lifetime, right? It's going to be their first home, so they want to make sure it's a perfect home and that they're going to like it forever and they don't have any plans to move, but the reality is different. How yeah. long do people live in their first home? I believe that the, the average is six or seven years before they start looking for to either upgrade or downsize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so there's, you know, when you're, when you're young and looking to buy that first home, you might be able to get a better deal on a two-story house than on a ranch house because right. seniors don't like to go up and down the stairs so much because they're aging. And so they're more likely to be the, the clientele that's looking to buy ranch homes. If you're young and healthy, uh, yet you insist on buying a ranch-style home, well, there you go. You're putting so much pressure on this, the type of home that it might prevent you from buying a home at all. Nothing wrong with buying a two-story home, and then in a few years, what can you do? Sell it, rent it out. Um, depending on the loan, sometimes you can use that rental income mm-hmm. to qualify as uh, mm-hmm. your income on a you know, an upgrade, mm-hmm. upgraded house. If you're starting with a condo or something, that would be easy yeah. to rent out yeah. in the future. And the chances are pretty good if things continue to go the right way that if you were able to cut a deal today and buy a home, in a few years, that home is going to be worth more. Right. And although there's no guarantees, all signs are pointing that it's heading in that direction. And if a home is worth more than you paid for it in three years, you have options with that additional value. What mm-hmm. are some of the things you can do? Taking out equity. Um, you can upgrade that house or use that equity to purchase a, mm-hmm. you know, another property. In um, essence, the bank that has the mortgage will give you more money mm-hmm. because suddenly your home is worth more. Right. Uh, now, understand, when I say they'll give you more money, I don't mean they're going to give it free. They would loan you more money because now your home is worth more, and you could take out that money and do essentially whatever you wanted with it. I'm not encouraging people to do that. Okay? Don't get me wrong. What I'm saying is if you have more equity and now there's more cash value there, you could take out that cash value and buy another property. Absolutely. And essentially now your home's appreciation has paid for your new down payment, let's say, and then now you can move up to your bigger home, smaller home, your rental home you can start renting out. A lot of options in real estate. Yeah, and especially if if you're on a fixed uh, rate for 30 years, that payment is going to be the same, you know. For so, if you're renting, your rent's going to constantly be going up. Oh yeah. I have a lot of clients right now who 
are realizing that that they can purchase for about what they're renting now. Yes. Sometimes yeah. less, sometimes a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, once they get in on that mortgage, it's mm-hmm. this, it's going to be steady. It's going to be the same. Oh, yeah. You, you finally have some stability in your mm-hmm. life. And um, if you talk to your CPA, and I always encourage that people, before they buy a home, they talk to their tax advisor, their CPA, your attorney, if you're comfortable talking to your attorney, and let people know what you're going to do because uh, homeownership – unfortunately, is not right for everybody. It's not. It's right for most people, I think, mm-hmm. but it's not right for everybody because it's an element of timing. And you want to make sure that you're doing things to the, at the time that's most advantageous for you. So if you're working on a transaction and you're not having anybody to consult with, you might make mistakes. Sometimes we're too close to our own deals to really see the, the areas of weakness or limitations. That's why you need a great consultant somebody that you can talk to about your transaction, get a few opinions, and then you can make a better decision. Mitch Hyatt has been our guest. He's a great person to talk to. Mitch Hyatt from Ferrari Lund Real Estate. And any final thoughts, motivation, or encouragement for our listeners, Mitch? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, if you guys are thinking about buying uh, right now because of the rates, it's a really, really great time. Um, Often the the rates will make a, more of a difference than the actual purchase price. Uh, on the payment. So, yeah, in the, in, the, in the payment. Sure. Um, a lot of people don't think that they can afford it, but uh, it's actually a lot more affordable. And, and although the median house price is 400000 you can still find a, a you know, first-time type of, type of home uh-huh. for uh, between 250 to 320 325 yeah around that range oh, very nice oh, yeah the and there time. are the deals are out there uh, the investment property I'm looking to see this afternoon is actually a condominium in the area mm-hmm. and it's got an incredible price one hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars no that's affordable. so if you're looking for the deals I mean they're out there Absolutely. Uh, find a deal and then move move into it get it done yeah. get ready first if you have more questions for us Visit our website, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Mitch, thanks for being here. Thank you very much. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Tell your friends to tune in. They can make a great deal on real estate also. Goodbye, everybody. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.